Now, as I look, um, I think we'll do attendance here in just a second. And before we even do attendance, I just want to start with a little bit of scripture. That's all right. I like to do this. It's called a devotional thought or a king thought or a kingdom moment. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but it's where I'll tie something from my personal life into class or from scripture into class. Not just like because uh, I have to at a Christian school. Part of it is because I get to. I'm allowed to here, and I want to. Um, more often than not, though, it's going to directly connect to what we're doing. So I want to start with, I could start with first, or start with John chapter 1, right? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word is awesome, and the Word's a story, and we're, yeah, right? I could do that. I didn't do that. I like to start with, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's a pretty cool way to start a story, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, it all started with a God who created everything. And it's formless and empty. The Spirit of God is hovering over the waters. What the heck? I can't wait to watch, like, that DVD. Anybody like Planet Earth? <laughs> Imagine you get to heaven and stick the one in, like, creation. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. And then God, here's what I want to get to today. And then God said, light. And what happened? we get light. I'm sure the three of them were like, watch this one. Platypus. <laughs> like, they're all like, what the? What are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, right. But try it right now. Ready? Orange. Can I do it? Go for it. Try it. Like, you say something and then it what? Exists. Like, what the heck? That is insane. That's crazy. When we think, like, that's how this whole story starts. God using words to create. Words are powerful. I mean, just to be really blunt, like, that's why we're here. Words are powerful. Stories are powerful. We're in this story. God is an author writing your story. You're in it. Some of you communicate with the author to write the story together. Some of you don't. Some of you have no clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> but we get to do this together with the author. It's really cool. But the whole thing starts with words. He could have just hummed, you know, like done stuff. He could have sung like Aslan or in the Silmarillion. He could have created any other way. And this God used God's free will and chose to use language. Language is powerful. Like, there's your first lesson of Shakespeare class. Language is powerful. Words are powerful. And it's interesting. He could have made us to not use words. Right? However, we are in his image. So do we get the gift of words? Yeah. Now, I can't go apple and then I get my lunch. But when I say to my daughter, who's 10, you look beautiful today. I love you. Are those just words? <laughs> Thank you. No, there's what in those words? There's power in those words. Kind of whether I like it or not, right? I can't just turn the power off in language. There are parents who tell their own children that they hate them or they're ugly, do those words have power? If it was you, I'm really sorry. It's a big deal, isn't it? 
See, that's the thing. When I tell my wife I love her, there's power in those words. We'll look at it later. But James, who he's got some legit credentials, right? <laughs> Brother of Jesus. He writes that the tongue is like a fire. And he actually says the fire comes from hell itself, not metaphorically. Because when we use words to hurt, do they actually hurt? They actually do hurt. And James gave us the secret. That's why dragon is such a powerful mythology. Dragons do what? Breathe fire to burn. When we use language to hurt, it actually hurts because it's connected to the fires of hell. <laughs> My gosh, like, what? But we know it hurts, doesn't it? We also know that a powerful, meaningful word brings life. We get to pick. This semester, we get to pick. How are we going to use our words? Are we going to breathe life or destruction? Jesus walks up. There's a woman who touches his robe and she gets healed. He could have turned around and be like, what are you touching me for? Instead, he turns around and says, don't worry, daughter. <laughs> he calls her daughter. <laughs> like, what? Those are some powerful words. Or how about a girl who's dead? No, not dead. She's what? Dead. <laughs> and Jesus is like, no, no, she's asleep. And they laugh at him. I love that passage. You got to read it. And they laugh at Jesus. And then the next sentence says, and they were removed from the house. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, come on. Watch that video clip, that YouTube clip. How were they removed? <laughs> right. Anyways, they laugh at Jesus. They get removed from the house. And he walks up and says, Talitha Kumi. He says, wake up. And she does what? She wakes up from the dead. Or how about, come out, Lazarus, and what happened? Words are powerful. Have you done it yet for a freshman? Hi. <laughs> That's all you got to say. <gasps> right? How can I help you? You know what you could do for a freshman? I like your shirt. What will they do? Oh, my gosh. That senior... Mike's my shirt. Oh my gosh. You know, right? Like, how hard is that for us to use words today to bring life, to bring hope? And why can they actually do that? Because we're in the image of God. And what did God do with words? Created everything, <laughs> gives life to everything, heals the sick, gives life to eyes that are dead. Raises dead people up. Words. Speaks identity. Calls us adopted children. <laughs> when God says that we're his kids, Jesus now becomes our older brother. What? If those words are real, that's a pretty big deal. I just said if. <laughs> Did we get the first lesson in Shakespeare class? Words are what? Powerful. Really powerful. Words are really powerful. That's what this is about. No, we're not done. Okay. How many years have I been teaching? <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> ah, the bell. Okay. Um, Shakespeare class, I want you, at the end of the day, each day, to walk out the door with something. And maybe it's words are powerful. Maybe it's I can go home and tell my mom and dad, thanks. 
you want to see your parents grow? <laughs> Just say thanks. That's all you got to do. I'm like, what? <laughs> Hopefully they wouldn't be surprised. Like, how are you going to wield the weapon of your words? Some of you can destroy lies that your friends are believing with a couple of words of truth. Maybe they've been carrying a lie since third grade about who they are or how they look. Yeah? We good? Shakespeare was a master of language. He's the Jedi of language. He used words to craft stories that 400 years later, you signed up for a class about words and story, right? And this guy is a storyteller. He's amazing at it. Some of you already know that. Some of you hate Shakespeare. Some of you don't know, even know who he is. Like, what? Shakespeare, what? We're all on this journey together on this, but that's what I am doing with this class. We're going to use Shakespeare to learn about the power of story and the power of words. Go team. Questions on that? Okay. Cool. Let's do this. Tomorrow, can you guys bring Twelfth Night? If you want to bring your other books, you can, but you'll have time to get them if you don't. But tomorrow, no, not tomorrow, Thursday, Thursday morning, bring Twelfth Night, and we'll spend some time talking about the structure and the pieces of this class. We'll put it all together. That sound good? Come with questions, come all that stuff. I have not put a lot on this new server thing yet on purpose. We're just going to kind of like let it go together. I know some teachers did it all. I'm going to do it as we go. Fair enough? Hope that's okay. If you're like, what's next? I'll tell you. Don't worry. We'll help you out. Um, let's do another lesson. Uh, some of you have me in philosophy already, so you've heard the story about Piggy from Lord of the Flies. So sad. Piggy. What's Piggy's name? It's not Piggy. <laughs> right? Yeah, if you Googled it, you won't find out. We don't know his name. Why? No one ever asked him it. Names are a big deal. In Shakespeare, when I say Romeo, does that click anything? You either like, uh, or oh, Romeo, Romeo, right? <laughs> right, or Juliet, right? Or Lady Macbeth, and you're all like, freak, right? Like, like just the names of Hamlet or Ophelia, names are powerful. When I say Emma, some of you are like, oh, Jane Austen. Come on, do I have any other Jane Austen fans? Oh, you guys, she's my favorite author. Shh, don't tell anybody, right? Uh, or Lizzie, right? Or Charles Dickens, or just names from characters. Odysseus, what a great name, Odysseus, right? And it conjures up mermaids and cyclops and all this stuff, yes? Names are really powerful. I believe in an author who's writing a story that we're in and who's given you a name in a story. And by the way, in the Bible, does he sometimes change the names? Interesting. I believe the Bible talks about this God author who has a nickname for you. That's cool. Personal little nickname, right? Not Piggy, right? Unless, I don't know. No, it won't work. No, we won't go there. Right? And so we're going to go through names right now. And what would you like to be called? What's your name in this unfolding drama? of this class and this semester. Um, we've got a couple of juniors, woot woot, you know who you are, <laughs> um, which is great. But I actually love that we have a small class.
class. To me, that's really fun. All right, I've had Shakespeare 10 to 12, three times in my 20-year career. So fun, so fun. So let's do names. Clarissandra. That is an awesome name. Can we use that one in this class? Go for it. Okay. <laughs> By the way, who knew her name was Clarissandra? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. I didn't. But Claire is great as well. Claire is great. Madeline. 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 I know. Oh, no, I know. I, I love you. Bless you. Right, we're good. Right, it's just for me, making sure I get it right because I don't want to mess that up because I have a thousand names in my head. So, Madeline. And it's Cumbie, right? Okay, cheers. Are we still going with Madeline? It's a good name. Maddie? No, I didn't think so. Line? That's weird. Line? Liney? No, it doesn't work. Danny? Decker. As in, like, the Deckers? Oh my gosh! Okay. That's awesome. What a great legacy. Okay, cheers. Danny? Not knee. Mm -hmm. That's just weird. Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't work. Denasso. Yeah. Drew. Yeah, that's why I go by. Andy? You're not Andy. <laughs> I could be though. No, well see, like I'm I'm not a Maddie. I've already mentioned that before. I've, there's a few people on the planet who call me Maddie, and I'm just yeah. not a Maddie. Yeah. yeah. One of those people is now dead. <laughs> not because they call me Maddie. <laughs> okay. All right. Elsner, how do I say your first name? Yuna. Yuna. That's a cool name. Let's all say it together. Ready? One, two, three. Yuna. Yuna. What does it mean? We'll find out. All right, here we go. All right, cheers. You just go by Yuna? Yeah. All right. Kohlmeyer? There we are. Jessica? Yeah, I'll go by Jess. Okay, Jess. Not Ika? That's just weird. No, it doesn't float my boat. I was just wondering. Or ka? No, that doesn't work. Love. I mean, we had the song and everything. We're going to have a whole lesson on it soon. Twelfth Night's all about love. You're in the right class. That's good. Cheers. King Philip. It just, it really fits. Uh, can we call him King Philip? Uh, I certainly don't have a problem with that. Yeah, okay, good. Cheers. I think, I think it works. It's just, it's just good. It's just good. Bella. Wait, wait. I already had you in class. Hey, all right. There we go. Cheers. See, it's yeah, that was like an hour ago. So, <laughs> All right. Wait. Ne say it again. Nemchuk. Nemchuk. Not Numchuk, which I'm sure you've heard. Okay. Bella. Wait, and then Shannon. I had Shannon in class already. See, look at this. Hi. Well, there's a lot of you double dipping today. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hope that's okay. You're getting a lot of Domingos. <laughs> All right. Jack Riken. Yep. Like, as in the Rikens? Yes. Well, hello. Welcome. Thanks for jumping on the ship. It's good. Wait, Catherine Riken. As in the Rikens. Wait, are these like the same? Immediate Riken? Oh, they, they, they have different numbers. Ah, brilliant. Well, hi, Riken. Did you guys know this was happening? She didn't. I 
just switched. Well, all right. <laughs> cheers. All right. Yeah, cheers. All right. Well, blessings. I'm one of nine children, so, like, we always were just piled on each other all the time. So, How many Rikens are there? Five. Huh? Five. Five. Five's a good number. It's good. Yeah. Cheers. All right. Well, tell mom and dad I said hi. And older sister. How's she doing? Pretty good. Good. She's awesome. Cool. All right. Now, is there anyone in the room who I have not said their name? So this is like our class. Oh, come on. It's our family. Let's give it up for you. Let's give it up for you. Welcome. Save and close. There we go. Um, we got 15 minutes. Should we just do some Shakespeare? It's the first day. Just do it? Yeah. We ready? I'm ready. We ready? Who has read As You Like It? Anybody seen the movie? Anybody even heard about a play called As You Like? We got a nod or two, a hand, a smile. <laughs> all right. This, this is one of my faves. You got to hear me say that about all of them. We're good. All right. But I, I love this play. Um, it's got the whole dressing up to hide your identity thing. And it's got the Duke who gets kicked out by the evil brother thing. And then they're in the woods and they're trying to survive in the woods so they can get back in the castle because of the bad evil brother who kicked out the cool guy. Yeah, he's got all that. And the cool Duke dudes in the woods like, hey, the woods aren't so bad. Right? It's got some amazing lines about sermons from rocks and trees. Like, it's just it's awesome. And then there's the cute love story thing that's going, right? So here we are. We are now Act 2, Scene 7. Yeah? So Act 2 is when we get the plot, right? You get the intro, and then you get the plot in Act 2. Because if you did the plot in Act 1, you'd be like, what the heck? Right? We'd lose it. So he saves the plot for Act 2. And this is a play about love. Shakespeare. Right? So it's a play about love. And uh, it's got a whole bunch of different characters. I already mentioned Duke is right here. And uh, it's got a guy named Jacques. Everybody say Jacques. Jacques. Now, if you're American and don't know what you're talking about, I heard a play once where they called him Jayquen. <laughs> so it's J-A-Q-U-E-S. Jacques. Okay. Now, Jacques is Melancholy Man. What's Melancholy Man? And low grade depression, right? You know, just uh, life sucks and it's never going to get any better and there's always something wrong, which, eh, that can happen. But Jacques is Jacques and he's part of the crew and the Duke's awesome and he lets him be there and we love Jacques and Jacques is smart and Jacques is well read and Jacques is very aware, but Jacques is on a journey and uh, the Duke's like, hey, I got to, hey, Jacques. God, look, those guys are all falling in love, and they're falling in love. Come on, Jacques, you know what you need. What does he need? Some love. He needs a little bit of love, right? He needs to fall in love. They're like, hey, Jacques, how come you're not falling in love? And then we get one of the, I'm going to give you some of the top ten Shakespeare lines right here. You may recognize them, actually. I love this. So why, why don't you fall in love? Jacques, here's Jacques. All the world's a stage. And all the men and women are merely players. Which means what? 
accurate. This means what? Fakes. Whoa. <laughs> hey, Jacques, how come you're not falling in love? Because everybody's a faker. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> right? Hello. Up with this guy. Because they have their exits and their entrances, and one man in his time plays many parts, his acts being seven ages. At first, the infant mewling and puking in the nurse's arm, and then the whining schoolboy, which none of us ever whined on our way to school, right? With his satchel and shining morning face, creeping like snail unwillingly to school, which 400 years ago, the freshman with the massive backpack locking like this to school, snail, Go Shakespeare, right? <laughs> what the heck? Like, it's amazing. <laughs> and then the lover. Sighing like a furnace. Everybody sighing like a furnace. <sighs> With a woeful ballad made to his mistress's eyebrow. And then the soldier, full of strange oaths, bearded like the pard, leopard, little. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us, maybe. <laughs> All right. Bearded like the part, jealous and honor, sudden and quick and quarrel, seeking to bubble reputation even in the cannon's mouth. And then the justice and fair round belly with good cape in line, eyes severe, beard of formal cut, full of wise saws in modern instances. And so he plays his part. This line is insane. The sixth age shifts. Gotta be careful how you say that. <laughs> The sixth age shifts into the lean and slippered pantaloon with spectacles on nose, pouch on side, youthful hose, well saved, a world too wide for his shrunk shank. Did you write that? <laughs> and his big manly voice turning again towards childish treble, pipes and whistles in its sound, last scene of all that ends this strange eventful history is second childishness. Sans teeth. Right? What sans means? Without. So, ready? Let's catch it. Last scene of all that ends this strange, eventful history. It ends in second childishness. Mere oblivion. Sans teeth. Sans eyes. Sans tape. Tape. Sans everything. Right, did it just happen? Like, what's the atmosphere of the room? <laughs> hey, Jacques, how come you're not in love? Well, because everybody's acting, and you're born, and you, like, fall in love, and then you, like, go off to war, and you get a job, and then you, like, your teeth fall out, <laughs> and you become, you can't think anymore, and then you die. <laughs> Thanks, Jacques. <laughs> By the way, how is Jacques doing? No, seriously, he's, how's he doing? He's, he's struggling. Right? Let's give it up for Shakespeare. Now, you may hear people quote this and say, Shakespeare says, all the world's a stage. Well, does Shakespeare say that? Shakespeare wrote that. Who says it? of this play. There's still Act 3, Act 4, and Act 5. Right? Got it? I think it's really important. Because if we say that Shakespeare says all this, then we're going to be like, and Shakespeare thinks that everybody's acting and fake, and then you die and lame. 
Well, no, no. This, buddy. Characters say things. In the, a story. Got it? So second lesson today, maybe? I don't know. Fifth lesson, whatever it is. We got that. We got that. Characters say things. Well, let's take a minute here. Let's look at you. Got a few questions for you. I know it's day one. I know. But let's, let's chew on this. Everybody's acting. Did anybody, was anybody willing to relate to Jacques? Thanks. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks. We walked into Wheaton Academy today. All of Wheaton Academy's one big stage. Right? And we're all walking across it and like, I'm a Christian and everything's fine. Or my family's okay. And we're all just what? I mean, is Jacques maybe onto something? Do we pretend? Do we act? Do we put on the face just to survive the first day of school? It's frustrating, isn't it, to bump into people who are what? Fakers? It makes me wonder why he's saying this when he's asked about why is he not in love. Does that ever happen? You fall in love with somebody, and then they're a what? A faker. Bummer when you married that person, and you really didn't know who they were, because they were what? Faking. I mean, this is just literature from 400 years ago. We can't really relate at all, right? But wait a second. Is that really true? Is everybody faking? I got one. One half, half shake and a shake. Is everybody faking it? Okay. So now what's going on? Right? I mean, it's interesting. What's Jacques' issue? There's a lot. But what's, what's pressing right now? What? How about this? Ready? Let's go a little bit further then. So first off, he's saying, all the men and women are merely players. Really, Jacques? I, I actually know a few <laughs> who aren't faking. Although, is it rare? It's rare. I mean, let's be really honest. Have you or I ever put on that mask? Actually, sometimes do we need to put it on so we don't get hurt again? See, now, this is complex, isn't it? Right? I mean, even... Jesus kind of faked it for a little bit. How many people really knew who he was? He's God <laughs> in the flesh. What the heck? Talk about a mask. Oh, he was honest about it, but you know what I mean? Like, not everybody really knew who he was. Why might Jacques say this? Let's go there. Why might someone at Weed Academy walk in today and like, I'm at school and I kind of hate this place because everybody's a faker. Why might, well, if Jacques was at Wa, why might he say it? Because are there people here who fake it? Yeah. Does it hurt? Come on. It can. Is it maybe frustrating? 
But why might someone like that say that? Because here's the key. Is everybody at this school a faker? No. So why might he say it? You guys know this. Yeah, you know it. Yeah, I wonder if the people he was close to, maybe there was someone in their life who was a faker. Or maybe his parents growing up, they're like arguing all the time, and they said they loved each other, and now they're like, it's a mess, and then they go out in public, and they're all so nice. Then they go home, and it's a train wreck, right? So he grows up with parents, or maybe he had a pastor who's a total fake, and that hurts, doesn't it? Yeah? So maybe the people in his life have been fakers. And so here he is, and he's asking, why don't you fall in love? No way, I'm not doing that. Have my heart broken by a faker. Hard, isn't it? How are we going? Oh, first day class. <laughs> what did I sign up for? <laughs> Although, isn't it intriguing? Like, we can relate to this guy, can't we? What about the people at lunch today? Who might feel like this at this school? Let's go there then. What does Jack need? <laughs> A warm hug from Olaf. <laughs> right? <laughs> Well, actually, we kind of laugh about it on one hand, but what does Jacques need? Let's just go there. You bump into a Jacques today. What does he need? Thank you. Woo, let's move. Come on. Buy a candy. I'm throw it at you. He needs someone who's actually what? Trustworthy, who's genuine. Don't do the whole, Jacques, you can sit at our table and then totally, like, drop him a week later. Although, easier, hard to be nice to a Jacques. I know, like, all the words of stage, you know, like, oh my God, let's go out and get some coffee. <laughs> right, so he actually needs someone who's trustworthy, but it's hard to get close to someone like Jacques because he doesn't what? Trust people. But maybe for good reason, right? I mean, seriously, what else does he need? Uh-huh. <laughs> I like it in the story that Duke is really gracious to the guy. Come and eat at our table. Come and hang out with us. He's really just what? Kind, loving. He gives him space to be Jacques. Right? And so and he's been hurt. Something happened. So we need like, Jacques, you can't eat with us unless you have a good attitude. <laughs> I get to be. But then it's just going to what? Reinforce the issue. Right? That's tricky, isn't it? You know what's intriguing to me? At the end of the play, there's these two weddings. It's so fun. The Duke is back. The bad guy's not there anymore. And uh, at the end of the play, Jacques's like, see you guys. Have fun with your little wedding. I'm out of here. No way. A lot of other people change and they grow, but at the end of the play, there's Jacques like, you found somebody who's integrated and everything's okay. That works without Jacques growing. Not in that one. And does that happen? Yeah. Now, we can feel bad for Jacques, right? At the same time, are there trustworthy, kind people in the play? Does Jacques have to be this way? Well, let's do this. 
what would Jacques have to do to be a character at the end of the play to change? Yeah? Because can we change? It's only act two, could he change? He could. What would he have, not, not what has to be done to him, because we talked about that already. Now what would Jacques have to do to not be the Jacques who walks off stage eh, at the end? Could he do something? Or is he just a victim? I love starting with this. Act two. Where are you guys? Are you act one? Eh. End of high school? Maybe going off to college soon? Where are we? Act two. You gotta go. <laughs> right? But I want you to consider in your story what choices can you make to shape your character? What kind of character are you? What kind of character do you want to be? What lunch are you going to eat? <laughs> Too many questions right now. Have a great day. I'll see you guys on Thursday. This is going to be awesome. I think they just show up. Yeah. Cheers. Show up where? Like, once you change your schedule, I think they just like send more. Your books? Yeah. No, but like, remember we didn't get our books? See you guys. Thanks for jumping in. <laughs> Hopefully you want to stay. I don't know. Perfect.